to Sports Movie Minute Podcast, Space Jam Edition. The podcast where we talk about a movie, Space Jam, minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And this is Minute 62, which starts with some ball handling by Michael Jordan and ends with paint on a monster's butt. It's a action-packed minute, it's fair to say. It is. I honestly don't think we're going to get through very much because... Would you like me to take you through a timeline of activity? I would. Love right. nothing more. So we start with an, a Michael Jordan layup, which then goes into Sylvester the Cat fishing and a monster losing his pants. Then we get a Taz dunk. Then we get Michael shooting a two-pointer from the key. Then we get a three-cartoon stack into a dunk. Then we get Peppa the Pew being smelly. And then, I don't know if you could even call that a dunk, but I'd like to debate it. Then a Michael Jordan dunk. And then the paint on the butt and the bull seeing red. Wow. So, it's action-packed, like you said. And um, before, and like I said, I want to know your opinion on Peppa the Pew. Dunk? Not a dunk. No. He kissed the ball into the ring. But what's the definition of a dunk? Has to be a hand? Uh, I feel like their hands needs to touch the rim at some point. So, like, what he does is closer to a layup than it is a dunk. Because he uses his mouth? Because he's there's no contact with the rim. Pushes the ball up into the ring rather than putting the ball down into the ring. No, it's on the rim and he just pushes it. To the side. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like you have a strong opinion. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I'm just having a conversation about it. <laughs> Good God. That's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that goes in his stats. Uh, well, I would not put it down as duck. I think it's questionable. Do I have a good reason? Probably not. He's blatantly high enough for it to be a dunk. He could have dunked He's it, got, yeah. like, he's from, like, his waist up is above the rim. Hmm. Which is my argument for it could be, because basically a part of his body is touching it as it goes into the rim. This is true. I don't know. I wonder what the technical definition is for a dunk. It's not really a stack per se anyway no like, it doesn't not, come up in your box score so i was like eh, yeah whatever yeah, like i know but someone somewhere is tracking it let's be honest when um oh, who was it uh he was dwight howard and it might have been in a game i think and he like he threw the ball into the ring from when he was above the ring and so mm-hmm. it was kind of called a dunk but he was like so far up that he threw the ball downwards mm-hmm. not up and he didn't touch the ring. And I was like, well, is that a dunk? And it's kind of like, I guess it got treated as a dunk. So, Yeah, so why um, isn't this? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know. Um, but, yes, let's briefly talk about Peppa the Pew as well. Mm-hmm. You go first because I'm going to guess that you only read the Wikipedia page. No, I ventured like I was Googling and then... <laughs> Uh, there was like a Wall Street Journal article and it was like Pepe Le Pew quotes for Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah. Um, on the Wall Street Journal, they should be ashamed of themselves. Comes across as a bit of a sex pest, well, if I'm being honest. Yes. So I got to say, the whole time growing up, I assumed he was a sex pest. Yeah. It was not until 
very, very recently that I realized that the cat that he keeps trying to bed is trying to escape him because he's a smelly skunk. I never got that at any point. That's interesting. Did you get that? I don't think I picked up on that, no. No, I just assumed that she wanted to get away from him because he would not leave her the F alone. Yeah. Which is a very valid reason. Yeah, he keeps groping her and touching her and like... Probably hasn't aged very well, has it? It has aged so poorly. And like even the way that it's written about now is like, oh, he just wants to be loved, but he smells so bad. And I'm like, firstly, actually, I don't know this. I I feel like skunks don't just smell they when they spray they smell they don't just run around being stinky maybe the cat would have been more um prepared to toss the smelliness aside if he um wasn't so creepy yeah maybe she would have penelope penelope pussycat (laughs) yeah um but i'll tell you the funniest thing that i saw about pepe le pew Mm. so pepe le pew is french yes that is not what they call him in france what do they call him in France? Some a, a word that I'm not going to be able to pronounce, but I'm going to give it a crack because I'm an adult. Pepe le putois. Yeah. P u t o i s. That's pretty good pronunciation. Um. Yeah. And um, but it was funny because the article that I was reading was basically like he comes off as a seductress because of his really strong French accent. <laughs> but when you portray him in France. And you're dubbed in French. How do you get across a really strong French accent? Like it just doesn't work. Conversational. Yeah. So firstly, I thought it was really funny that Pepe Le Pew is basically a French name, but in France they don't call him that. And then also in front in the French editions of that, they make him Italian slash Spanish. Oh, Spanish. Yeah. Who are probably like I mean, yeah, probably just as Ford. <laughs> That's the polite way to put it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I... Because apparently it's... Uh, yes, cartoon pickup lines from Pepe Le Pew, which is kind of... I find very weird. But anyway, like the, some of these quotes from over the years... Is um, this the Wall Street Journal article or a no, different one? Different. Good God. Um, you are my peanut. I am your brittle. Weird. Uh, where are Have you? Have you ever had peanut brittle? Oh, uh, not that I can remember. Oh, maybe once. It's not bad. <laughs> Carry on. Maybe it's a good one. Then. <laughs> no, it's not. But. Um, where are you, my little object of art? I'm here to collect you. Now that's... I can imagine him saying that. And I, I feel like I can imagine a French guy saying that. So that one I'm not that offended by. <laughs> oh, it gets weirder though. I'm sure it does. You are the corned beef and I am the cabbage. The corned beef <laughs> is nothing without the cabbage. Oh! Yeah. Okay, aggressive, aggressive. Um, and give me one more. What's the weirdest one you got? Uh, I, I'll give you two because one's like the corniest one and one okay. is okay. weird. The game of love is never called on account of darkness. My little midnight snack. <laughs> well, that's yeah. creepy. Yeah, that that's is creepy. pretty creepy. And the cringy one is, you may, me, you may call me streetcar because of my desire for you. Oh, no. I can... That right, do you reckon they were high-fiving in the writer's room when they you, came up with that? You laugh, but I can see you coming up with that and thinking that it is so witty. 
Like I can, I can visualize you saying that. I am quite witty. So. And us making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> witty? We just said that it was the cringiest. Well, it's very cringy, yeah. Yeah. I'd come up with something way better than that. Oh, do it. Uh, Didn't you call yourself the pun king in one of these episodes? You are the potato. <laughs> no, I'm not going to cringe. Potato? Where were you was, even going with that? I, now, because of the whole corn beast thing, I'm trying to think of foods that go well together. You are the mash to my peas. Now, that's weird. Are uh, you thinking of peas and carrots, like from Forrest Gump? You are the peas to my carrot. <laughs> we should stop. You should stop. Um, I only have one other thing, which was... When Sylvester goes fishing and he gets um, uh, Pound's shorts. Yes. Yeah. He's not wearing undies. Yeah. That feels like a would be quite a risque move if in a basketball mm. game. Um, I would suggest that, well, again, we don't know fully about the anatomy of a monster. Of the nerd luck, yeah. Uh, or the, or the or, nerd yeah, luck. What, whatever they are. I don't know what they are anymore. I'm confused. But I would feel like support would be quite important for any sort of sport, and you'd be taking your life into your own hands. <laughs> taking your life into your own Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I, I was looking at um, instances in which people's whole posterior has been exposed in sport happens in rugby league happens pretty frequently yeah um the examples that i stumbled across so there's a lot where like your pants get pulled down but you still have your undies on but where people are like i said fully like pantsed yeah um the two instances that comes up the most are rugby union and the lingerie football league yeah. God. Yeah. Well, because there was one that, like, because it shows all, like, the photos. It shows them from behind, obviously. Mm. And I'm looking at this photo, and I'm like, that looks like a woman. And I just couldn't kind of wrap my head around it because it just, it was, like, five photos of guys. And, and then uh, and then what looked like a woman. And I checked the, um, like, the caption, and, yeah, it was the Lingerie Football League. And there's, there's several like that. But I mean, you're playing in lingerie, so yeah, I guess that's the, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Rugby, yeah, rugby it happens. Rugby a lot, happens a lot, well. and then the commentators think they're staying on the witty theme. Think they're so witty because they'll throw out a line like, "Oh yes, and it's a full moon tonight." Oh, good it's god! Like, shut up. Every time with the full moon. Yeah. Um, that was all I had to I, talk about on this minute because yeah, like there's there's so much that happens in this minute. We don't even need to. Talk, but I'm impressed with the dunk by Taz. Um, yep. Michael's shots are, to be honest, they're they're not unimpressive, but compared to some of the other things that we're talking, well, he just has a dunk in this minute. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to some of the other stuff that we've seen thus far, not as noteworthy, mm-hmm. I'd say. That's a fair point. Um, the only obviously, I, I I probably yeah want to finish on the the red paint. Mm-hmm. One also, again, we go to a shot of the crowd and there is several shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, they're with the cowboys or whatever those cartoon characters are. They look like cowboys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The 90s were wild. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yes, they were. So the the whole thing with the ball and the red paint mm-hmm. made me a little bit curious. Um, so yeah, I, again, I went down the animal path. I had a whole. I, I would love to get through a full minute where you don't talk about birds and or other animal behaviors. Well, if the Looney Tunes characters weren't based on animals, then we'd be able to do that, wouldn't we? <laughs> I, I somehow managed. <laughs> uh, yeah, each to their own. Um, <laughs> well, actually, on the I'm running out of things to write in the captions, Christopher. It just Christopher talks about birds. Christopher talks about animals. I think the the listeners um, we're we're fact checking here because the listeners want to know. So they well, firstly on skunks. So uh, just a couple of a couple of little fun facts on skunks before I finish on the bull part. So of course, um, skunk spray can have an accuracy of three meters, which I think is quite impressive. Even I, more I didn't know that. Yeah, impressive is that. Uh, downwind a human so say for example me or you <laughs> <laughs> name name some other humans Crankin. Uh, we don't have time <laughs> uh, could be able to pick up on the spell from 5.6 kilometers or which is 3.5 miles away that's a long distance that's yeah um yeah can cause temporary blindness as well which mm-hmm. is why Michael has the full face marks on. Yes, they all do. Yeah, so good safety measure there. Um, <laughs> and can get... Shotguns and cigars, totally, totally fine. But we, we draw the line at the face mask. Exactly. Protection. Um, they get five to six uses out of the spray. So they've only used one so far, but they potentially Pepe has another... Up four to four, four or five left in the ammunition for the rest of the game. Um, but how long do those sprays last? Like It takes 10 days to regenerate, days, yeah. Um, so that's skunks. Okay. So listeners, you now know a lot about skunks. You do. And listeners, email us at sportsmovieminute at gmail.com and tell us if you need more of these animal facts to get through your day or, or if we're just done talking about birds, just yeah. let it, let, let, let me know. It'll settle some arguments between me and Craig. <laughs> and well, my last thing is more of a myth, myth busting than animal facts. So the whole bull and the red color. So sure. bulls are actually colorblind. Yes. So they're not going to pick up on red. Mm-hmm. So the cartoon, so Looney Tunes have really taken some creative uh, liberty here in that Apparently, it's the movement of yeah, the, the flags. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just the color red because that was good for hiding the blood. Oh, I forgot about the hiding the blood. I knew it was the movement that they went after. Yeah, so the reason why it's traditionally red was for blood, basically. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, this falls into, like, we talked about this, like, cartoons just promoting these inaccurate facts. Yeah. To like children? I guess at what point do you become an adult and have to hear the story of like, no, bulls aren't actually. And these kids, like, they could have grown up and could have, uh, as a lot of probably Australian uh, young people do, gone to the running of the bulls. And they're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm not wearing red today. I don't have to run. I'm just going to casually walk down the road. Next minute, they get taken out by a bull. So you're telling me. Just so, just so we're clear, that someone would go to the running, running of the bulls and not run. 
I think, well, yeah, it's probably a, a bit of hyperbole there from me, but I think it's fair to say that they may be more slightly, if they grew up watching Looney Tunes, they could be more relaxed than they needed to be because of Looney Tunes. Well, but if we just said that they're attracted to movement, if you're standing perfectly still, then what? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, and we'll never know because Looney Tunes did not teach us that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... That was my last point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, animal fun facts. I like it. Uh, Did you have anything else? No, I already said that was, uh, yeah, I'm good. What a fun way to end the minute. Sure. (laughs) I believe you. Um, We can go straight to quote time then. Um, So I thought it was probably appropriate. So we get a, a fair bit of encore action. So... I thought we'd go with a quote from Michael talking about double teams when he's on the court, which also happens a bit in this game. Over time, I've learned how to beat double teams, to see them coming and exploit them. A double team is a very familiar situation for me. The other night against the Pacers when I made that three before the quarter ended, I saw Reggie Miller coming from behind me and Antonio Davis in front of me, so I moved to the right and hit the shot. And it was all instinctive. I do it because I've been there before. Now, at certain times, things move in slow motion for me. I can see the picture, see it being painted. 